Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, y'all have a good day. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We had a fun start today. And this week's episode of Hunter the Vigil Terminus Tendency. I am William, and I am the storyteller for this New World of Darkness Hunter game. Uh, let us begin by introducing our players, starting with John. I'm John, and I'm playing Sean Mulcahy of the Malleus Maleficarum, and, I, and my accent will slip back and forth between Irish and English today. <laughs> It happens. And, and Jeremy? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. I was just busy eating my delicious ice cream. Strawberry, double strawberry swirl, by the way, with a fork. Fake news. Um, I was trying to catch you between mouthfuls. <laughs> Fake news. It's not Hi, happening. Jeremy. Don't believe your eyes. Um, I am playing. This is like the moon landing guy. video. Um, and this is very good ice cream. Look at that fork. I like that the fork has been added in as a qualifier to the quality of the ice cream. It makes the ice cream better because it puts Jack in denial. <laughs> and then you know, palpable taste. Speaking of I didn't Jack. Know, I didn't know we were in Egypt. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Jack. I'm playing Eamon Mulcahy, the other Irish member of the Malleus Maleficarum. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens tonight. And Holly? Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Astrid Ashwin, a member of the Knights of St. Adrian. And Craig? I'm Craig. I'm playing uh, uh, Paul Phillips, uh, a member of the Aegis Kai Doru. And the ice cream fork eating has just thrown Craig completely off. <laughs> let's get this thing forking started. <laughs> and joining us, joining us a little bit late, but nonetheless, Always welcome. We have Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I am playing Drew the. Who's a few? And my brain went to Kairukin. <laughs> <laughs> the Lucifuge. Yeah, Drew the Lucifuge uh, nerd. <laughs> um, Drew the Lucifuge accurate. nerd. <laughs> accurate. <laughs> 
Did Jeremy so, actually introduce his character, or did he just go straight into ice cream? Okay. Union rock star. And I just want to point out that this isn't just context is for us talking before the stream. This is a, you should follow all of us on Twitter, which you can find roughly here. All of our Twitters are above our heads. Oh, yep. confide at the one place I didn't point. <laughs> <laughs> it is universally above our heads on every overlay. <laughs> yeah. So, when last we left off, the group having had a bit of a rocky start, um, getting to know each other, introducing each other, learning their approaches and what they currently had to investigate this phenomenon of monsters <clears throat> flocking to Atlanta in large numbers and not necessarily in the greatest of quality, as there seem to be many weakling or fledgling monsters that have also appeared, not just the more veteran or powerful creatures. Um, the group interrogated the, uh, the Mulcahy's captive vampire um, for what information they could get on this mysterious figure that seemed to be leading the vampire faction known as the Colonel and what other information they could they could get. They learned that there was a changeling by the name of Shakes uh, who seemed to be um, traveling around Atlanta um, potentially dispensing some form of chemical or substance to individuals and providing advice um learned of a werewolf named jack cross and learned that the werewolves seem to see themselves as sort of the the supernatural police of atlanta um and learned that a a club off of 78 known as dj senties uh has been known to be frequented by not only Jack Cross, but a number of other supernatural creatures uh, and has sort of drawn an amount of attention for that. And the group decided to group up and meet um, at DJ Senti's for a further investigation the next night, uh, having booked a room. Uh, but for a moment, we shift forward to a darkened meeting room in the middle of an undisclosed location as a group of individuals sitting around a table discuss, a, discuss mission files. Well, that doesn't seem like the most eventful first night, although it seems like a particularly rough start. This is why we've been so hesitant to, to provide group cooperation among the different orders up until this point. Our differing ideals of how to uphold the vigil create a certain amount of tension. And meanwhile, the voice who seems to have been giving the presentation this entire time responds, Oh, of course, that's definitely true, but I think you'll find that once the ball started to get rolling, then things started to unfold a little bit faster. They were the first ones to actually get any information out of this traffic jam of a situation. After all, it was only the next night and they were already headed towards this club with a private lounge. Although, if we knew exactly how poorly things were going to go from that point onward, we might have called it the Devil's Lounge. And then, we switch over to the group, as all of you, minus Drew, who has not arrived yet, 
Drew, you have been given a notice from Jonas Orion that the group is meeting up at DJ Senti's, the club that you had met him at, uh, to gather further information about supernatural creatures in the area. Um, the group of you all arrive to be greeted with The Devil Went Down to Georgia as the DJ announces it as the next song. Right, as so you... really quick, before we get into this whole investigating undercover, talking with a werewolf bullshit, whatever we're doing, um, just so you're aware, me and my brother aren't exactly the best of talkers, at least not in the, not in the realm of... Uh, Acquiring information that you can't acquire if you have a gun pointed at people. So, I'm just going to find my way to the bar, get me a drink, and if anything requires separating uh, from one body part or another, give me a call to the rest of the group. And then I'm going to start walking towards the bar. All All smiles and says, yeah, I I think if tonight we could keep the teeth pulling and sunlight threatening to a minimum it might be best no promises <laughs> and he looks over uh, uh, he is going to wait until he's called for that right he's not going to do that proactively oh I, he usually uh, gives it at least a, a little bit of fair warning before he, he starts jumping into the to the deep end of the pool the concerning part is you said usually <laughs> well I mean he's he's got a an element of situational awareness, and if, if he notices a threat and delineates it as such, he's he's likely to respond in a way. But uh, no, he's he's got all your backs, and I, I'll make sure he's appraised as to what our uh, our actual intent is here, and you know that right. that this is more of a an information gathering one. Um, he glances over at Astrid, who I assume is standing somewhat nearby. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, I'll be the the babysitting part of the muscle then. Okay, <clears throat> ma'am, can I buy you a drink? If you're paying. Uh, implication was that way. Yes. Uh, come along. <laughs> so we'll get to the, get to what all of you are doing individually in just a moment, uh, Drew. What was your what what is your intent at the moment? Um He said I'm arriving after them. Yeah, so it probably about uh just a few minutes after they've gone inside you would arrive outside the outside. How much do I know about what I'm supposed to be doing or who I might be meeting? Um, you've been given the names and contact information for the rest of the cell, um, which is the group of hunters that you're working with. Um, and you've been told that we're primarily looking out for, uh, supernaturals and information that we might be able to gather about, um, potentially the Colonel, uh, who you've been informed is supposedly leading the vampires out of Walton County. Um, and potentially about Jack Cross, who is the werewolf that you noticed Jonas Orion speaking with last time you were both here. All right. Well, um, I'll get off whatever bus I took here. Um, Take my... uh, 
you know what? I, if we're looking for supernaturals, it's probably smart. Um, scruffy dog um, through an alley, get the seeing eye dog vest off. off um, let him wait out here. Um, then I'm going to head in and sort of angle to go to one of the corner tables like I was before. Um, All right. Um, I want to see if they notice me. <laughs> well, for the audience, would you kindly describe your character? Yeah, sure. Drew looks mid to late 20. He's, uh, he's got a graying sort of front hair um, and fairly... I say fairly long, and then I look at this group of people. Um, shoulder length hair, um, and, and eyes that aren't quite focused on anything. Um, he's dressed probably pretty plainly for a club of um, t-shirt and not jeans, but. Pants that are kind of the, if I can't get in here wearing jeans, I can get away with these. Um, the most casual looking of slacks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yoga pants. Thin, kind of, definitely pretty wimpy looking um, all over. And as you as you enter this bar, you know you you know you shouldn't stereotype hunters, <laughs> but there's a pair of Irishmen who kind of stand out. <laughs> one, they're twins. They're obviously twins. As you look at them, as one of them is leading in, is leading a woman towards the bar to retrieve a drink, and the other one is already at the bar getting a drink. The, the the gruff Irishman with their stereotypical dirty blonde hair and the <laughs> thick goatees. Eamon's red. Eamon is red. Eamon's is red. Um, but Sean's is definitely the dirty blonde. Um, with the, the goatees and the looks like they just stepped out of the mafia style of dress. Um, definitely... And there's something about their bearing that you sort of learned to watch for as a lucifuge. They carry themselves like church hunters. Right. They, they, they definitely had the bearing of, of the people who come from the more religious orders. And as you've been informed, there are two Irish members of the Malleus Maleficarum, and these two stand out as your, con as your cellmates. Yeah. Those are the only ones that stand out to you at the moment, but you imagine if you take if you took enough time to get a look around, you'd notice the rest of them. Yeah, not gonna look too carefully right now. Just gonna make my way to the side, see who makes a move. <laughs> and what are the rest of you up to? Could could you remind us what Jonas told us about the other member of the group that was going to be meeting us? Uh, you had been informed that Drew is a member of the 666. Okay. And that's about all that you know about them. Okay. So, 
the uh, a large group has gone to the bar. Um, <laughs> so Nina's like, well, I guess you're with me or not. If you'd rather go get a drink, I can do some mingling. Uh, to Paul. Oh, um, you're the only one who didn't wander over to the bar. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think he's there looking around as well, um, and looks back and says, "Well, it might not be a bad idea for us to uh, to wander around separately at first, and then uh, just maybe stay in eyesight and see what we run into. Keep an eye on the room and." <laughs> on the rest of our group i think i mean i was gonna go and i was gonna go find the dark the the dark hallway in the back where nobody could see me while we're while we're scouting for monster information but if you think we should all stay in in inside of each other that's an option too uh, it does seem to work out very well in the movies tell you what i'll go man the lounge booth so that we all have a place to meet up and share information and I'll just sit there and guard it make sure nobody else takes a seat from us and just keep a general eye out shall I alright am I allowed to be amused by the fact that everybody walked over to the bar when I got us a private booth by the way yes you're quite allowed to be amused okay. by that I, that, I, that was my thought too I didn't say the bar is where I was going to stop just you didn't ask me where the, the booth drink. where the VIP booth that we reserved no, I didn't. so I assume you went to the bar <laughs> <laughs> so I'll I'll go I'll go find our booth and man all right and Jonas walks off can, can we do an uh, an initial once over of the of the bar sure everyone give me a wits and empathy if you're just taking a general look around sure wits and empathy or wits and composure sorry mm-hmm. wits and composure sorry you are correct I can say I make that as well given... yes yes absolutely right. is this eyesight based um it doesn't have to be okay and I'm not at that minus two. Yeah, I don't worry about that. Two successes. One Three. success. One success. All right. So those of you with one success, this is the thing that those of you with, with one success notice, this is the middle of the week. And not necessarily the biggest business hour, but this club is packed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like you would you would normally expect this to be sort of like the, the calmer period when everything is sort of um just sort of mingling out and they, there aren't really any crowds yet. But the, the dance floor is crammed with people. Um everyone seems to be into the music. Uh, which you find odd because typically, especially when you're a club that, that says, you know, we do all the different kinds of music, that's difficult to pull off. It's very <laughs> difficult to make it to make sure that everyone likes the music that is playing right now. Um, those of you with two successes, which I believe is just Eamon. Yep. You notice that, but you also notice that... So this 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 club has two floors primarily there's a third floor but that seems to be security business only like no customers up there um this the first floor is where most of the 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 drinking the like the bar the dance floor all of the like the mingling happens the second floor is where most of the lounges are at um including the ones including the one that you guys have um the second floor is a lot 
quieter, you notice. Like, there's a, there's almost a completely different atmosphere from the first floor to the second floor. The first floor is very energetic. A lot of people uh, in very close quarters uh, just enjoying each other's presence, enjoying the drinks, getting into the club atmosphere. The second floor seems almost coffee house in its atmosphere. The conversations are quiet, which means that they're easily drowned out by the music. Um, people are having close conversations over drinks. Um, and you have the you have the you all have the true sight on you except for drew yep um you can go ahead and while you're looking around aim and go ahead and roll me that true sight uh uh, which i believe that's a it's just a resolve roll right resolve plus the number of successes of true sight you had applied to you which is one so resolve plus one okay resolve plus one i think i gave the two to yeah nina has the two yeah Mm mm-hmm Nope, nothing. You're not seeing. You're not seeing monsters right now. Mm-hmm. Um, um, just as a point of organization, is the second floor like open to the first floor, like a mezzanine sort of thing, or is it like a literal second floor, floor with a ceiling in between the first and the second? Um, there is there is a set of stairs. So the this floor has a amount of ground space, and then. Uh-huh there is a set of stairs that goes up and the second floor is almost like a balcony overlooking the first floor. Okay. There's gotcha. sort of like the, the first floor, there, there is a ceiling uh, where the dance floor is at, that the second mm-hmm. floor sits above, but there's also like where the bar and like the entrance area is open to the and ceiling. You can look down, right. You can okay. look down into the first floor from the second floor. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I think that's probably where Paul's gonna gravitate at first. Heading up in that direction. To, I'm sorry, my I, I, I me for a moment. When I missed it. Did we get what the three successes people got? Yeah, about to do that. Yeah, I was going to say before we start running off. Yeah, so the, those of you with three successes, uh, which is Nina and Phil or Paul, Paul Phil, Paul Phillips. <laughs> He uh, probably has IDs with both of those on them, so no worries. Phil, Paul Phil, Phillips, Phil, Phil Paulson. Phil Paulson. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Paulson. Uh, Phil Paulson sounds like a really bad fake name, though. Now, thanks to the Avengers. I mean, I mean yeah, Phil, Phil Paulson is Phil Coulson's like agent name. <laughs> but um, those are your three successes. You notice. You notice what I what I told the others. You right. also notice the manager. Um, Good. Who is on the on the second floor is very clearly the manager. She has this sort of very well-dressed sort of gunmetal gray suit uh, that buttons up all the way to the to the neck, but currently has the top two buttons open with a plain white shirt underneath. Uh, sort of short pixie cut hair, sort of blonde with sort of black dye at the edge. Um, the, the sort of gunmetal bl- uh, gun blue eyes. Uh, steel blue eyes to match to sort of contrast but also vaguely match with the color of her suit um leaning on this sort of ornate black cane with the most garish diamond head 
sort of giving off the the sort of almost pseudo regal appearance as she just kind of stands on the second floor and looks down at everything else. Very out of place appearance to go with the style of this club in general. Is this somebody who being hooked into this world I would potentially know? Um go ahead and roll me intelligence and streetwise. Just see if you can recall the name off the top of your head. That would be one. Uh, the name Cynthia comes to mind. Cynthia. Okay. Uh, ballpark age. Probably. If, if it's discernible. Probably mid thirties. Okay. If you had to take, if you had to take a guess. Cool. They also get the resolve. True sight roll. Uh, yeah, if you guys want, yeah, any of you can go ahead and roll that resolve in your true sight dots. All gets uh, resolve plus one. Yep. Yep. Meanwhile, Eamon's asking Astrid, uh, so you, uh, two successes. Uh, uh, uh. Whiskey, vodka, what's your, uh, what's your poison? Uh, vodka. Fair enough. And he'll go order two double vodka crayons. Mm. Uh, Paul, you want to go ahead and roll that true side as well? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually embarrassingly, I'm trying to find my resolve. Uh, let me get the top. Uh, top oh, yeah. uh, first category of attributes. Oh, of course. Okay. Sorry. Still not used to Hunter. <laughs> Zero success. Uh, Paul, the true side that you know is an acted on you doesn't seem to be working for you right now. Okay. Um, Nina. Mm hmm. As you look around, the pale skin of at least one of these individuals on the dance club, you feel and know in your mind, not quite certain how you know, you're pretty certain it's probably that magic that the Mulcahy's did earlier, immediately strikes you as undead in nature. The okay. too, too pale to have the flush of life, this person stands out to you as a vampire. You see it and know it in your, in your heart. But also you see, as you look around the second floor, the glint of fang and the wolfish nature of an individual on the second floor, of a group of individuals on the second floor. Okay. And you see a small group of werewolves in a private lounge. This is not Cynthia, correct? No, this is not Cynthia. Cynthia okay. seems, seems to be human, as far as you can tell. Okay, cool. And uh, William, just because I'm... I'm getting a drink and I'm basically working century, so I'm not I'm not looking for anything in particular, but I'm still keeping my eyes open. Can I make that resolve roll? Go ahead. Can I use willpower on it? No. Okay. This is this is just whether or not the tree side is revealing anything to you. That's fine. You could use willpower on the casting, which you think you did. No, I didn't but, use it on the casting. Uh, I have I have so many dots on the casting that No. Uh and I wasn't one success. All right, yeah. So again, as you as you keep your head on the swivel, you also spot the vampire on the on the first floor, but you haven't really taken a good stock of the second floor to notice the werewolves. Okay. Yeah, and I'm I'm just gonna I, hang around by the bar and I pull out my phone really quick. Uh just in a super brief description of height clothes. 
X or you know blah thang second floor doggies. Is that so texting the, to the group or to the group? Yes. So the group text, which uh, you have recently been uh, added to as well, Drew, uh, gets the notification from uh, from Nina uh, about the group of werewolves in the second floor. I'll text. Oh, that didn't take her long at all. End of them. Uh, I'll 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 respond on the on the group text saying that I've also spotted the vampire. Uh, keeping an eye on him, not doing anything. He's like, give me, give me a, a few minutes. I'm gonna find out who these people are. <clears throat> with that, with that description, are the rest of us able to pick them out? Yeah, with with the with the notice, you can you can spot them. Okay. And I am making my way towards Cynthia. Along the way, I'm just gonna find. Yeah, it's stupid, but that's fine. I am just going to walk by one of the tables that I walk by that has has a drink on it. I'm just picking up that drink. Easy enough. <laughs> you yeah. sort of you sort of swipe a drink as you walk by. Yep. Um, Eamon needs to have a brief conversation with Astrid if we've got time for that. Go ahead. Yeah, do it. Do it. Uh. Sorry, you prefer uh, Astrid, Miss Ashwin? Which uh, which would be better for you? Astrid. Right then. Uh, this is, uh, and you'll notice he has not taken a sip of his drink yet. Is this uh, music at all to your taste? Or do you prefer stuff of a different genre? Um, this is to my taste. All right. And he glances down at the, the alcohol. Well, place seems a bit more popular than you'd expect. Honestly, it's like, well, let me know if you start enjoying the music more after you've had a sip or two. And he'll knock back the whole thing. Eamon is very suspicious that this place is actively utilizing some sort of supernatural influence to increase its draw to the clientele and he's trying to test that now <laughs> all right she'll go ahead and down hers oh jack you yeah you motherfucker <laughs> Dude, he just like just no scope it <laughs> um I need both Eamon and Astrid to go ahead and roll me a resolving composure. Um, is this a reflexive or is this yeah. something I can spend willpower on this is, this is like, proactively? Okay. This is, this is reflexive. Um, for whatever it's worth, William, I am nearby and I do have my true sight functioning. I don't know if I'll. Yeah. Who successes? Zero successes. As he mentions that, Astrid. Yeah, this music is sort of getting you a little bit amped up. You almost feel like you should be on that dance floor right now. Okay. Um, then she'll she'll mention to him. Uh, yeah, I actually kind of feel like dancing right now. Uh, do did did I get any particular 
indication one way or the other as far as is something magic going on here or roll me your true sight okay two successes there with two successes as you knock the drink back you want to lick the inside of your mouth (laughs) wipe your tongue off just a bit of ash on your thumb as you wipe as you wipe it up, as you wipe it off your tongue. Yeah, he's gonna follow Astrid to the dance floor. Hmm. Do I see them heading off? Yeah. Did I did I notice anything funny about what's going on? Um, not particularly from this distance and not especially because you weren't like interacting directly with them, but you, you do notice that, you know, you're in tune with your brother. Yeah. Eamon's noticed something's up. I look at my drink that I've ordered and I'm going to scrutinize it. Roll me, uh, wits and composure. Go ahead and add your true sight doc to it. Composure. Uh, can I spend a willpower on this? Yes, because you are inspecting directly. Drew, what are you up to? While you're while you're sort of observing, and you you you've noticed that the 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 two Irish brothers have sort of started taking a particular interest in the drinks and the dance floor, um, and you notice that someone else seems to be taking an interesting approach. Uh, you can only assume to be another one of the of the cell is this particularly well dressed uh, woman who is after a brief bit of conversation with someone with a strange glass eye. Um, oh, started for, to head up. I, I, I would I, I, I would strongly disagree with the very well dressed. Our portraits <laughs> aren't exactly one hundred percent accurate, William. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a woman in a leather jacket, a t-shirt that says I have come to do the devil's work, torn jeans, and steel-toed boots. Okay, that's that's actually an important detail. I, yes. That's why I kept at that's why I asked, should we introduce our, or describe ourselves for Aaron's sake? Sorry, I missed that question. Um Paul is fairly well dressed, but also I, I will point out Paul is is as he suggested last time. He's put on one of his his large contacts, the contacts to yeah. cover the, yeah to cover the side. Okay, yeah. Would you like us to describe what we look like? Yeah. So if you, if you guys want to go ahead and describe for for Aaron's benefit what your characters all look like. So. Oh. Looks more or less actually, other than the dis- other than the clothing, more or less like what 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 the picture looks like. Um, uh, sort of angular features. Uh, hair's a little bit. It's actually sort of sort of like shoulder, a little beyond shoulder length hair. Uh, uh, dark brown with a, a blonde stripe that runs through it. Um, uh, like I said. Dressed exactly as I as I just said, um, has that definite. Um, I'm walking my way through the world, and it can move out of the way for me. Sort of, sort of, sort of attitude to her. Um, uh, 
with a cigarette out of one side, not lit, and having just snatched up the drink, a drink off a table, as making way across the bar. Um, Sean, uh, shoulder length blonde hair, uh, sort of dirty blonde hair, uh, five o'clock shadow that is barely noticeable because it's blonde. Um, uh, wearing pretty much wearing the the red vest and, and white shirt and sort of slacks that you see in the in the portrait, not not wearing the bite guard, um, with a uh, with sort of a uh, a brown, basically cowboy duster uh, on that is sort of just hanging down hanging down uh, either side, with a very large, awkward looking revolver on his uh, on his uh, right thigh because we're in Georgia. Um, and currently sitting at the bar, staring at a drink <laughs> concernedly. Awkward looking like it looks like it's a weird shape or awkward looking like he's not used it, to carrying it so open. It's like. a weird shape. It's it's like uh, a revolver with a with a cylinder that's twice as long as it should be. Like the the, 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 um, the revolving cylinder is twice as long as it should be and it's a little bit extra. Right. Eamon has more ginger hair, shorter cut, um, whereas Sean has the five o'clock shadow, Eamon's got more like three days growth. Um, and as he's he's still wearing a fairly loose fitting bomber jacket that will that's doing a marginally decent job probably of uh, hiding the vest underneath it. Um, doesn't seem to be carrying any weapons, at least not outwardly, um, and is following a female to the dance floor, looking like he's probably going to give it his best shot, which is probably not going to be fantastic. Hmm. So this is a stupid lore clarification. I assume that they are aware I was added to the group text. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would mm-hmm. assume, Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's as totally as possible, just sort of under the table, like I'm thumbing through Twitter or something. I'm sending to the text um, for anyone familiar with the GTA games. That GIF of Trevor going, "I find your T-shirt more than a little offensive." <laughs> <laughs> she takes out, looks at phone, and across the text message comes the middle finger emoji. <laughs> She downs the drink and keeps going. Um, really quick, because it might affect that. What have I seen looking at the drink? Um, I got one success. Yeah, so as you, as you have a success looking at that drink, as you sort of stare at it for a minute, you're not saying anything in particular, and then just out of the corner of your eyes, you almost go to look away. You just see this faint swirl of red, and you look back, and it's gone. I, I send a text. I don't know where in the... Uh, your t-shirt offends me middle finger oeuvre this text lands but the text says don't drink the drinks probably right as Nina downs her drink (laughs) no no Nina sees that looks up downs the drink puts the glass actually holds on to the glass because the glass is a prop right now and continues on go ahead and roll me that resolving composure okay So I definitely had a, like, maybe half a glass last night. Did I notice anything then, thinking back? Two successes. It tastes a little, eh, but you're fine. Um, 
Uh, it's, oh, no, that was just two seconds. Um, last time you were here, you did not notice anything odd about the drinks. Cool. Was it this crowded last night? It was not. Okay. I think I'll keep those so. things in mind and continuing to do the fake sip thing that you do when you want to be polite to the bartender, but also don't want to pay for more drinks. I then follow up that text with, there's something magical in the drinks. Mutters to herself, motherfucker, I have self-control. I can handle this. And keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> so were you aiming to uh, just pass by? Uh, no, 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 no. You're walking straight forward? Right up to like the rock star who just believes that every manager, that, that she's entitled to the time of any manager. Let's see. How many dots of fame do you have? Two. Out of three, I think possible. All right, let me roll a thing here. Um, as you as you approach, you see her head turn towards you in just a minute, and there's just like the faintest tick, like she wasn't expecting someone to be coming towards her. But she almost immediately recovers, and you, you think this is someone who's very used to having to to. Uh, <laughs> people suddenly appear around her to sort of cover if, her reaction as if yeah um and she kind of and go up hug um cynthia right we haven't I, we haven't officially met before but i've heard so much so many good things about you and miss sky i didn't expect to be visited by such a well-known local musician. Oh well, uh, I'm trying to keep it low-key. We did get a private. I did get a private booth for me and some friends, but I'm trying to keep it low-key. You know, I don't want to take the attention away from everybody. Uh, how, it looks like a good night. Yes, um, business is going strong. I think Senti's in the booth, so things tend to go well when she's running the show. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, she looks around. All right, so, Cynthia, my friend. I've got, let's just say I've got a particular, mm, I've got a particular interest in, 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 uh, having some experiences tonight so who would you recommend that would be good um she kind of looks at you take that however she may think and i will refine her search parameters for her if she doesn't give me some good options she she kind of like looks at you and raises an eyebrow for a second and by experiences, are we talking something casual, perhaps around a table, or something more personal? I mean, I don't know what you do around tables, but... Are you are you looking for an enjoyment of recreational substance or an enjoyment of recreational persona? Yes. (laughs) 
hello, I'm a stupid rock star who's going to be perfect prey if you're the kind of person who delivers people to prey. I, I, I would I would like to point out, just while this is going on, Phil has walked around to the other side, or Paul, now I'm doing it. Paul's walked <laughs> around to the other side um, and is just sort of, uh, you know, doing that uh, that thing where you kind of lean on the balcony like you're looking down, but he's trying to keep an eye on... Um, on what's going on with with Nina and the manager, just and to see if anybody else is watching what's going on with the two of them. Roll me wits and empathy to see if you can read anybody else watching. Sure, um, and he will try to, since they've been pointed out to him, try also if he can thread the needle and stay away from the the werewolf or the, the werewolves and the. That's something that I should be contesting. Uh, contesting which? Uh, the looking for people who are watching because I believe the three people I've pinned are the twins and the one with the wine glass. Yes. Um, if you want to hide that you're watching that conversation, go ahead and roll me manipulation and subterfuge. All right. And, and what am I rolling again? I'm sorry. Uh, wits and empathy. With okay. Composure. I'm not good at this, but if you can't beat me, I'm like, no, no. this is the challenge. He's, he's rolling empathy because he's looking for oh, people who are right. watching. Yeah, sorry. Um, and um, <laughs> not bad. I got three. Nice. Um, I, I I didn't describe Paul to you, but he has, and and that's maybe appropriate. He has hair colored hair, cropped fairly short, an unremarkable, neatly trimmed beard, uh, middle aged, um, uh, unremarkable eyes, Caucasian. Um, he's wearing slacks. Uh, brown penny loafers, a blue blazer, an Oxford shirt. You say hair-colored hair? Yeah, hair-colored hair, eye-colored eyes. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> that is I'm describing all of, all of my NPCs from now on, Eberron people, are hair-colored hair and eye-colored eyes. What color is your hair? Is we're, so we're, we're, we're wearing a clothing-fashioned outfit. Yes. It, it, described, described in the way, at, more in the terms of, uh, all right, sir, could you describe what you saw? Uh, well, officer, his hair was... Uh, hair, hair colored? <laughs> you know, sort of everything Very mundane. Not, yeah, exactly. I mean, he looks he looks uh maybe like he's here perhaps looking for a kid. He probably looks uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, maybe a little older than the average clientele. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um uh and 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 uh perhaps a little out of place here, but otherwise sort of intentionally unremarkable. Yeah, hair colored hair as opposed to I baked you a pie. What flavor? Pie flavor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pie flavor. <laughs> or coffee flavor. But hair colored hair in the way you would describe an NPC you don't want people to care about because you haven't really thought of a personality for them. Yeah, but, but that's <laughs> but that's exactly it. I mean yeah. the, the the whole point is you if you look at our group he doesn't stand out. He is the no. one who specifically would assume, oh, who's photobombing it in the background? <laughs> he's, he, he, I'm guessing he's the guy who looks like he was composite built out of a, out of a, an amalgamation of a Sears and a JCPenney. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know how when you, when you are playing like a, a Bethesda game or a Bioware game, you can clearly tell the main characters because the designers spent a lot more time perfectly crafting their faces. And then you run into a guy in a cutscene, and it's like, oh, okay, well, that's randomly composed from the facial generator. 
that's what Paul looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but with your with your three successes, you do notice the individual, very plainly dressed, um, sort of keeping an eye on that conversation from the lower level in one of the corners, just sort of trying to make sure that he's not really standing out. Um, with a phone on the table, uh, just kind of idly looking around. Okay. What you also notice with your three successes, the werewolves are taking an interest in Cynthia's conversation. Okay. Um, yes. All right. I, I, I think he'll, um, uh, he'll, he'll text to the group chat, uh, first floor corner table, question mark. And so that comes across the group chat and Drew, you get the notice that uh, someone seems to have potentially spotted you from from the from this from within the group. When Aaron gets back, we'll get yeah, his reaction. When Aaron gets back. Yeah. <laughs> but while that's happening, um, Cynthia, um, well, there's a number of people who might be interested in a fun night and maybe a fun uh, maybe a fun thing to smoke. But um, are you looking for anyone in particular? Any particular flavor you're interested in? And at that point, since Cynthia um, is, is not presenting any new options, which was sort of the, the off chance, she'll look around and she will specifically point out Fangboy and happen to glance up. She's pointing out the supernatural. What can you tell me about him and them? So, um, as you point out the vampire, ah, yes. Jack Williams. Uh, he's a bit of a regular. Likes to show up have a drink and enjoy the company of the individuals on the dance floor. He seems to be a bit of a pickup artist. I think if you're looking for entertainment for the night, he probably won't be too resistant, especially as someone as well known as you are. Okay. As for the other ones, well, that's Jack Cross's group. He, he's a dour sword. He seems to come here mostly for the atmosphere and the loud noise to have conversations and drinks seems to enjoy the beer i don't i don't think i've ever seen him properly enjoy himself on the dance floor i don't think you'll have much luck with him if that's what you're looking for have have I mean, there's and a lot of stuff that you don't have to be on the dance floor to do and in fact a lot of stuff that is easier to do off the dance floor well but, yes he doesn't seem like the kind of person who would enjoy that in general to business. Fair enough. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I will put uh, uh, slide eight twenty just into the, into her pocket, <laughs> and I hope you have. I I might come by and see you again later. And it's a pleasure to know that you're visiting our establishment, Miss Sky. I wouldn't miss it. As I walk away, pull out my phone, and text all, pretty much verbatim what was said. 
did did Cross uh, and his buddies notice that they were being pointed out? Uh, yes, especially because they were definitely watching that conversation. They definitely yeah. noticed when Nina when Nina indicated their group with 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 her conversation gestures. Um, does the name Jack Williams mean anything to me? Uh, Not particularly. Vampire? Not particularly. Uh, I'll just once the information is passed along, I'll send it. I'm keeping an eye on Jack, and I'll just I will I will assuming that everyone else is dealing with everything else. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna spend my time sitting at the bar, watching the crowd, particularly watching Jack. Until until we get called to meet up somewhere. Everybody okay? That was a. Uh, I think that was a something falling over at Aaron's place. Yeah. Sorry, I desperately needed food. It's all right. No, I mean as long as you're okay, everything's good. I just wanted to make sure that was not a bad noise. Nina will give it about. Send that off. Give it about a minute. See if there's any. See if there's any typing that comes through um, anybody's responding and if not we'll come back with well we came here for we, we came here to find leads we've got two types of leads yeah i i, I, my I think part is, my part is, my, my part is pseudo done paul is actually gonna try to um meander along and get get closer to jack cross's table coming from the direction behind them if that's possible and i apologize if i'm picturing it incorrectly up here but uh there is sort, of, sort of a booth seat so you could probably okay. come up behind half of them okay um are there any um are there any tables or anything nearby any seats you know non-booths but are uh, picturing you know open tops with a couple of stools around them. Yeah, there's probably there's probably a few like open tables that are nearby. Okay, um, he'll sit down, and if there's one of those stands um, on the table, he's going to sit down and do just the absolute nerdiest thing possible and pick that up and start reading it with, with <laughs> apparent interest. <laughs> you start reading. You start reading the the, the stand. <laughs> yeah, like oh, well, let's see what they Amazing. have on tap. Hmm. That, oh, that stand. So many micro breweries. Um, <laughs> But at the same time, we'll be kind of keeping... Uh, this is Georgia. There are no microbrews. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me a uh, Wits and Composure. Sure. Dice don't fail me now. One. Um, and, and and I think it would only be if they try anything particularly wolfy, but do remember that the eye messes with that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do have the eye of hubris. Eye of hubris. <laughs> um so the as you're as you're sort of just kind of glancing out of the corner of your eye, um, kind of keeping an eye out on Jack Cross's group while while you are um, sort of perusing the menu, you notice that Jack Cross has definitely noticed you. Uh, you see sort of like out of the corner of his eye, he kind of, he kind of looks over towards you for just a minute 
and goes back to conversation with his other people. It's really hard to pick up the conversation itself because of the loud, the loud noise of the music. Um, but you definitely pick up um, the pair of words, another one um, that slowly drift up. That one was said a little bit louder, almost as if it was supposed to be heard. Okay. Um, while I'm, <clears throat> while I'm watching Jack William, uh, do you, uh, I don't know if you want me to make, but I'm basically seeing if he is hunting for prey right now. And if he had, and if he is, if he's locked on to anybody. Uh, really, what's an empathy? As in he's about to. <laughs> so good at the combination of one success. Um, so at the moment, what you can tell is that he's sort of being that douchebag on the dance floor who's just trying to find a girl who's open to him. Um, which you also notice that Eamon and Astrid are headed towards the dance floor, and Astrid is sort of enjoying herself, just kind of having a bit of a just just having a good time on the dance floor at the moment, just sort of enjoying herself, not really paying too much attention to anything right now. Um, whereas Eamon is just kind of giving it his best shot of being very reserved and sort of keeping an eye on everything. I'll, I'll reiterate this when Jack gets back, but I will, uh, sending out a text note to the group text, but noting Eamon, um, uh, to keep an eye on, uh, keep an eye on Williams, uh, looks like he's out hunting. And I, I think when that when that buzzes, uh, Paul pulls out his phone. And says, well, "Let me recheck Yelp," um, and we'll uh, <laughs> type in um, the uh, um, uh, type in our furry friends know that we're here. To which all to which to all of that, Nina just responds, "Watch my back," and. Continues on, grabs another drink off the table, <laughs> and is beelining across the floor, across the dance floor towards our vampire. Watching. <laughs> All right. Is are are the, are the are the werewolves pointedly ignoring Paul at this point, or are they coming out in his direction or paying more attention to him? Um. So it's at this point, Nina, as you are headed for the vampire, Paul, as you're watching the werewolves, the rest of you, as you are variously on the dance floor, watching everything else, that there is an audible crash from one of the back rooms and a scream. Um, Paul Paul stands up and says, "I knew Yelp was wrong." And um, <laughs> uh, uh, we'll we'll is 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 everybody else sort of um, responding appropriately to that, or are there people who are 
not responding as one would expect a room full of people to respond so the pe- to a crash. The, 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 people, the people on the dance floor don't seem to have noticed. Okay. In fact, Astra doesn't seem to have noticed. Um, the, the rest of the people, including Jack Cross and his group, like as soon as that as soon as that crash happens, before the scream even happens, everyone at that table's head just turned on a swivel. Okay. Um, I have Paul's sort of can can I see anything from from where where I am, or is it uh, um, too, too occluded by the second floor? Uh, you can sort of see down onto the first floor where it came from. It looks like a back room, probably leading like into the kitchens or like into the areas around the back um, where like the entrance to the back alley would be with like where they would toss the trash out, where they would have like extra stores and kitchen stuff. I'm gonna... Uh, I'm gonna very pointedly start moving towards the front door. When we were outside, was, was did it seem like there was a way to get around back easily, or would I have to walk the entire block to get around the back? I don't know what, uh, where in this block of club it is you're at right now. It's a series of buildings that have sort of walkways connecting them, so you could theoretically, at one of those open-air walkways, you could just circle around the back of the building, so okay. it'd probably just be like a minute or two. Okay. Um, on the group text, checking that out, Eamon, keep an eye on... Uh, Eamon, keep an eye on... Nina, and I'm going to basically go out front and around back, rather than just rushing back through the kitchens. Alright. Um, Paul's, Paul's getting up and trying to look like a like a rubbernecker, and just see if he can get a better view, but also keep an eye on what other people are doing. Um, Nina is gritting her teeth because the instinct is and who would head towards that fucking door um, and continuing on her plan. All right. Uh, Drew, what are you up to? You're muted. Aaron, you're muted. You're muted. You said others on the dance floor don't seem to have noticed, right? Yeah, people on the dance floor don't seem to have noticed. Okay, other people sitting down, what are they up to? Um, there's not a lot of people that are currently sitting down, but of the groups, a couple of them seem to have noticed and are having various reactions. The 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 people that you've been noted as werewolves have immediately, like, just as soon as they started to hurt it, laser-focused on where it's coming from and seem to be intent on paying attention to it. Um, a couple other people heard it and reacted to it, and are sort of waiting to hear if it continues, like if it's actually a problem or if somebody just dropped something. All right. Um, I'm gonna sort of pull out my cane and start heading out. Um, and Sean, as you as you head out the front door, you walk past a particularly shaggy dog that is just sort of sitting outside and waiting sort of just laying on the ground with his paws, with his paws crossed in front of it and his head with, sitting on the paws. With my true sight currently active, what does it look like to me? <laughs> it, it definitely smells of hellfire and brimstone. And things get awkward right off the bat with this group. I see it. I smell it. Right. Lucifuge. And I continue around the back. At least you had true sight and didn't assume it was a tertiary werewolf hanging out out back. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I'm heading around to the back door of wherever the sort of like the kitchen deliveries. Yep. So, um, as as you sort of circle around back, Nina, as you head around, you hear that scream up again. And this time, there's a clang of like metal hitting something. Um, and as Wait, you circle around the back, not 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 heading around. Uh, sorry, it's not heading around. Nina, as you're heading as you're heading for the vampire. Straight up to vampire, yes. Yeah, as you're heading for the vampire, uh, Sean, as you're heading around, you hear that scream again, the sound of metal whacking something. Sean, as you as you circle around the back, you find a disheveled-looking humanoid individual um, sort of staggering back through the hall, looking for all the world like a drunk, but to your... Uh, look like looking like a drunk being like shoved out of the back by kitchen staff who are completely surprised to see him stumbling in the door. Like someone just sort of someone like just smacked him with a frying pan and shoved him out of the way. Um, to your true sight, that's one of the Walking Dead. That is a zombie. Aha! I'm going. <laughs> okay. So was it was it one of the staff that screamed then? Yes, I'm, as far as far as Sean can tell. Know that. Does it seem does it seem like it's bitten or attacked anyone yet, or does it seem like it's just trying to get in and they've sort of shoved it out? Uh, it definitely seemed like it was trying to get in, and the staff reacted with a scream and a frying pan. Uh, I'm gonna walk up and I'm just gonna grab it by the shoulders and just sort of like tug it back away. Uh, and I'm going to uh, the entire time. Fucking, oh, now I've got to improv. Uh, all right there, boy, let's get you out of here. I've probably had just uh, one too many drinks and I'm gonna just try to pull him out and away and into the alley, uh, away from the kitchen staff so they can close the door and... Rolling manipulation and subterfuge. <laughs> yeah, not my, not my strong point. I'm more of a shoot it first, let the church sort it out later kind of guy. <laughs> I'm gonna spend a willpower on this. Go for it. That way I have more than two dice. On four successes? On five dice, I got four successes. I mean... <laughs> so, I mean... You're an Irishman. You still have like you, you covered it up, but you still have like the faint look of a priest on you. Yeah, the collar's um, still there. The collar's still there because so, it's a neck bite guard. <laughs> so the, um, the 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 kitchen staff who's leaning out the back sort of like spots you and just oh thank God just can you get him out please just uh, I, I sort of wave to him like I've got him I've got him and I'm just gonna drag him over into the alleyway put my Put my pistol into his chin and fire. <laughs> At, once he's out of sight and they've got the door closed, not like right in front of them. Yeah, the, yeah the door. Because that, what kind of, what kind of fire? I was gonna say, because, because you totally have a silencer on that thing, right? I, I don't have a silencer. His head will be the silencer. Vaguely. No. <laughs> that's not how that works. Not how that works at all. Not, not how that works at all. <laughs> But I'm uh, the rest of us hear the gunshot or is the music too loud? I'm hoping, so, the, me... I'm hoping the music's too loud is basically what I'm doing. Roll me an attack roll. 
His defense is not applying because you have the gun pressed to his head, and he's not that great at resisting right now. In fact, plus one for your point blank pressed to his head. Chin, chin. I'm under the, under the, you know. Yeah. So I probably hear this because I was headed out in the same direction, right? Uh, did, yes. It didn't. It did the thing that it does. Could do it again. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's what you get, Mr. Four successes off five dice. Um, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Four successes on five dice, two successes on a lot more. Ten. Uh, ten dice. Ten dice. <laughs> Jeez. So. Called shot to the head. Yeah. Um, which I wasn't applying the penalty for because, again, he's Oh, wait, not sorry. Really I just... actually rolled that wrong. Because it's it's shotguns, I actually get nine agains. Oh, sure. But you don't ahead. have any nines. I in didn't there. get any nines, okay. but it doesn't matter. But I go ahead. It wrong. <laughs> Why not? It's two nines. <laughs> go through it. No, go ahead and roll it again. Why not? All right. <coughs> I'm curious. Still two damage. Destiny decides. Glorious. Excellent, excellent stuff. Bobby Roode level glorious, I liked right it. there. And 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 not only was it not only was it still two successes, the two successes were both ones that rolled again. Yeah, on the yep. last one they were both and tens. On this one they were both nines. <laughs> nice. So the the gunshot goes off as the as the shotgun shell blasts through his lower jaw, and his lower jaw is kind of dislodges and slacks down, but he's not dead. In fact, he moves to try and bite into you. Yep. Um, as the rest of you hear through the through the music and the walls, the dull report of a gunshot drew a lot more clearly because you had just stepped outside, you hear the report of a gunshot. <laughs> ah, shit. And Eamon's gonna grab Astrid by the wrist and just Really quick, deck Jack. out for the closest door. Really quick, Jack, you've missed some information since you've been gone. Okay. Um, uh, Nina was heading towards the vampire on the dance floor. Right. I had previously texted that the vampire was out hunting and that I was keeping an eye on it. We heard some noise in the kitchen and I went around back to check on it. And while I went around back to check on it, I texted, going to check that out. Eamon, or, or, Eamon keep an eye on Nina. Oh, okay. Whether oh, or not, and, so, so that may affect... And okay. the werewolves... If not, it's fine. Yeah, and the, and Paul has Paul has noted that the werewolves know we're here. Right. How behind am I? Because I started heading out at the same time when we heard the screaming. Yeah, so you're you're probably just literally around the corner watching this watching this exchange go down. Yeah, Paul, Paul doesn't move until he hears the gunshot. Yeah. Nina will just text really quick once once the shotgun goes off. Go. What's your what's your defense and your armor, Eamon? Um, my defense is two three. Uh, or Sean, rather. Uh, my 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 armor is two three. Um, and I've got that guard, a fangbuster, which means that if he's trying to bite me on the neck, it's plus three not, defense. He's not trying to bite you on the neck. He's trying to bite anywhere. Yeah. Uh, so your armor's your armor is two, 
And your, what's your defense as well? Defense. Uh, my defense is. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's not right. It's the lowest yeah, of your deck your wits. Yeah. Lowest of your decks and wits, and if you're wearing a bulletproof vest, it's it's subtracted one. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, then one. It is one. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so minus three to his roll. Uh-huh. Which makes it real bad. But with one success, you take one point of bashing damage as his teeth sink into your arm. Oh, jeez. Oh, it's dead. He's dead. Kill him now. I can heal that. Actually, no, I can't, but Damon can. Um, and everyone, how are you reacting to this at this point? Uh, Drew, you have just seen him attempt to finish off this person. You you don't have true sight, so you can't tell it's a zombie, but you can tell that it just took a shotgun shell to the face and then just tried to bite back. So you can make assumptions. Well, yeah, there's a few things that can do that. Um, I mean, I've really only got one thing that's got any shot at working um, and has any range to it. So, yeah, I'll sort of step around the corner um, and try and conjure some hellfire to burn this thing. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I approve, I approve. the willpower. Um, and... Is anyone else coming outside other than our group? Uh, uh, yeah. So you, as you're as you're looking around, Paul, you notice um, Jack sort of makes a hand gesture towards the rest of his group and stands up and starts moving downstairs. Presumably, I have a fair amount of head start on any of these people. Yes, you are definitely you're the first out, one. There. You're out there. So yeah, everyone else is starting to move. Dex is two. Intelligence is. Um, which is why I want to do this now before I can't do it because there's people around. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's minus his defense. What's his defense? Um, one. Hopefully this rolls right. How loud is the dance floor right now? Hmm? Pretty loud. Like Okay. Even through through the music on the walls, the gunshot sounded like a pop. Okay, one success. I'm. I thought it was also going to roll the description, but um, for an for a single success. Um, uh, so we're in the middle of the violin. So- yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're in the middle of the magically influenced Rylan solo. Uh, yeah. uh, it really should say something. One point of lethal damage, damage. okay. Yeah. Nah. Plus, um, so it actually suffers aggravated damage. Like, but... Yeah. It's, it's aggravated pretty much regardless and I suffer one point damage too. Um. Just for the visual because I'll want to know for later, how does Drew manifest Hellfire? Yeah, so this fairly plain looking if Jason Todd was incredibly skinny uh, guy (laughs) 
Seriously, that, that's a lot of the character art I went through was just pictures of him. Um, I, this is probably me being more of my character than I care to admit. Who is that? Uh, the second Robin, uh, Red okay. The one with the white swoop and the Robin-ness. Okay, okay. Trying to murder people all the time. Okay. Uh, yeah. So just sort of steps around the corner. Um, this sort of black flame uh, in his eyes that sort of shoots out, successfully burning this thing and just leaving the faintest scorch marks um, around the face. You sort of have like this black mask of, of scorch marks around the outside yeah. of your eyes. Hot. Cyclops. Only with not only with deep fire. fire. I feel like there's a lot of better. Not. I would go if we're doing that. I would go more how Raven looks when she's doing the thing in Teen yeah. Titans. Yeah, not the new show. I still haven't seen that one yet. But in well, the, you should. Uh, planning on it <laughs> but the 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 yeah. the zombie uh, as as you're sort of like headlocking this zombie with your with your gun pressed up to its lower jaw as it tries to bite down on on you you see this black flame surge in from from your peripheral vision slam into its torso as it immediately catches fire <laughs> to hold on to it cuz i need to I need to hold it in place <laughs> it's so, yeah. still moving yeah Sorry, I thought that did a lot more damage than it did. It does if you roll more than one success, unfortunately. So inside the club, yeah, Nina just to the group text just texted go and then is walking right up to Mr. Williams and just starting to dance. Like, it's one of those, I'm going to dance with, you are going to dance with me now. (laughs) I have chosen you. (laughs) Yep. Arms around neck. Eamon leans forward into Astrid's towards Astrid's ear. All right, we're protecting the rock star now, love. Try and not draw too much attention and keep your eyes out. And he is moving through. He has stopped dancing and he's just moving through the crowd straight towards Nina as close as fast as he can. He's not going to engage or interrupt what she's doing, but he's definitely making a presence. Hmm. All right, uh, Astrid, go ahead and roll me another resolving composure. Okay. I'm firing a second. <laughs> go ahead and do that. Yep. Zero successes. You're kind of still more interested in dancing than doing whatever he's talking about right now. Okay, just just gonna ignore him then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are my modifiers? Uh, minus one for defense. Uh. No, plus one, because he's not in any position to defend against you right now. Three damage that time. There you go. So this time the shot goes off and splatters the brains of this zombie across the across the back wall. Right as an individual in a well-appointed sort of um uh sort of pinstripe suit. Oh, boy. Um, with a long black tie and a ser- like a claw mark across the the left side of his face, um, steps steps out and sort of turns the corner and sees you and sees and sees the thing that you're dealing with 
and doesn't spot Drew because Drew's Drew's in the right spot to not be noticed. The person that I had seen the previous night. Is yeah. this is this uh, one of the werewolves? Uh, from what you can tell, yes. Is it is it Jack Cross? It is. It is for for you who were paying who were watching them leave. This is actively Jack Cross. Yes. Well, I, I did. I hope this doesn't change anything, but there is one thing I would want to do while Cross and the werewolves are moving past uh, mm-hmm. where Paul is. And it's actually just Cross. Okay. Um, the other werewolves are staying inside. I'm going to try to pick his pocket. Go ahead and roll me uh, dexterity and larceny. Um, and I have a specialization in pickpocketing. All right. In uh, New World do, gives you an extra dice. Yeah, one extra die. Yep. Mm-hmm. So do I do that as just a plus one? Yeah, just do that as a yeah, plus one. I, I do that as a plus one, yeah. All right. One success. Um, so if I had more, I was going to try to actually grab something, but with one, I'm just hoping I can drop a coin into his pocket. Give me one second. So he doesn't notice you, but you don't get the opportunity to drop a coin in his pocket as, as you try and reach over. He's moving way too fast. Like you try, you try and get the opportunity, but you you have that instinct to not give yourself away. Sure. And so as you're trying to reach, he he's moving too fast, and if you tried to actually drop something in, he would definitely notice. So you just kind of pull back. Can I burn a willpower? Not normally, but in this particular case, I'll say yeah. Just go ahead and roll me three more dice. Okay. And see if you can get an extra success. All right. One more. One was all you needed. So yeah, with with that extra success, you do manage to just sort of as as you're pulling away, and then you're like, no, go for it, and then you drop the coin in his pocket, and he doesn't seem to notice as he walks through. Okay. All right. All right. Well, then mark off the willpower. Uh, so looking up at, at the werewolf, whose name I don't know, because um, I don't know which one it is. Hello there, Wolfie. Nothing to see here, just a little bit of a grubber that didn't want to stay dead when he, the first time he died. So I can tell. I was harassing the folk in the kitchen. I figured I'd probably do him a solid and get rid of him. I say sort of dropping the body and standing up and looking at the werewolf not like I'm going to fight, but like I'm not going to be intimidated. He kind of straightens his tie out a little bit, sort of loosens loosens the collar of the shirt. Ah, uh, well. Could have done it a little bit more cleanly, don't you think? Uh... I tried, but for some reason I went Scottish. Uh, I was trying to, but... Little bugger's a little bit we a little bit uh scrappy. With a shotgun, really. My other option was a fifty caliber rifle, but it doesn't quite work as well. Mm. <sighs> Who even are you? Sean Mulcahy. Pleasure to meet oh. you. I say, I say oh. holding out a hand towards him. <laughs> Fantastic. He walks up, looks you up and down for a minute, stares you directly in the eye. You see that sort of canine nature to his eyes. They almost, they look like wolf eyes. 
He kind of looks looks you in the eye for a second. Especially to me, because I can see his... Yeah. Jack Cross, he says, and he shakes your hand. You wouldn't, happen, you wouldn't happen to be a friend of one Jonas Orion, would you? Fact I would, yes. Well. I appreciate the help, but understand we don't need too much of a scene around here. Oh, don't worry. I'll get rid of the body. No worries. Why don't you let me take care of that? Like. While we're here, uh, you wouldn't happen to know what's drawing these buggers into the city, would you? I say kicking the zombie. Uh, that's a conversation we'd best have in a less open environments. if you want to follow me back to my booth. Sure, sure. After I deal with this fella. I, I, am, am I correct in picturing that inside... Paul is just sort of sitting and smiling awkwardly at the other, at the table full of the rest of the werewolves. Yeah, basically. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, do you mind if me brother uh, listens in on this particular conversation? Brother? Yeah. We're a pair. All right. Can can we can we cut to where Amen is now standing about equidistant from Astrid and Nina just kind of looking back and forth <laughs> and then goes and like just tries to bodily drag Astrid off the dance floor because she's obviously under the influence of some shit. <laughs> I just like the image of like 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 Amen like all right, one of these two one of these two is 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 spiritually affected by the music and the other is grinding on a vampire knowing that it's a vampire <laughs> what the fuck have i got myself into <laughs> the idea that there's some poor person that's not drinking because there's the designated driver or something that's trying to make sense of this like okay you brought your two girlfriends and they're both really drunk <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> There's just some rando who has no idea what's going on. Speaking of, go ahead and roll your manipulation and subterfuge, um, Nina. Um. And Drew, what are you up to while this conversation is happening? So, yeah, as soon as that seems to be a conversation and the werewolf's attention seems to be places... Um, I'm slipping sort of back around front to wherever the, usually there's a agreed upon, if not explicitly designated smoker zone outside of a club. Yeah, there's there's specifically a smoking sign. There's yeah. also oh. there's also a large panel, uh, windowless uh, white panel van with a artistic rendition of Maria, uh, of, not Maria, of of, uh, of Mary, Mother of Jesus, on the side of it with Our Lady of Lords uh, uh, in text along it. That's not something I'm looking too closely at, and I'm really. <laughs> and it is. It is the tackiest of Catholic airbrush jobs. Yeah, William. Since you specifically said through Cynthia that Nina, being who she is, might actually benefit, can I add fame to this? Yes. Go ahead and add your two dots of fame. Just All roll right. roll an extra two dice and see yep. if you get more successes. Um, uh, let's see that uh, you know 
pulling out a cigarette and probably have my dog with me by now might have slipped the vest back on yeah, okay um still two yeah look at all those fucking sevens by the way i know right <laughs> it just no. looks Jesus christ You've definitely picked up the vampire's interest with your very forward display. Good. <laughs> um, I, and- my entire goal with this is basically distracting, keeping this fucker here, not eating somebody else, because I've got backup if he decides that he's hungry, mm-hmm. and trying to keep him from, at some, at some point, running away if the, the, the furballs get hairy or if something else goes on. So, yeah. I am trying to present myself as, ooh, look at me. I probably taste good. (laughs) And you're definitely doing that. Wonderful. He's got his attention laser focused on you right now. And you can imagine one of the thoughts in his head is, I wonder what famous blood tastes like. Um... As if I can step away, if I can step around the corner while uh, and and send a quick text message while um, while Cross is dealing with the body, uh, I'm texting to the group that I've got an invitation to sit down with Jack Cross. Paul, you're my brother now. Um. Okay. Um. Uh. So Paul will will look at that uh, and sort of sigh and look over at the table and said, oh, well, I'm fucking relieved to hear that went well outside. Uh, um, and, and see if there's any response, because he's clearly addressing this now directly to the... Uh, the werewolves? Yeah. The three of them look at you suspiciously, but don't say anything, because you imagine they don't have instant lines of communication unless Jack is also texting them, which he might not be. <laughs> um, and, and say... Well, I just got a message from outside that uh, my my brothers have been talking to you, to your friend out there. One of them looks at you and just kind of scowls. You see sort of like the glint of teeth. Oh, come on. There's no need for that sort of thing. You know, there's a disturbance outside. Stout-hearted people go to work. <laughs> we'll see about that, he says as he goes back to his drink. Then I'll follow Jack back. Yeah. So, so Jack, Jack, as you're sort of looking at him, kind of looks at the body, kind of cracks his knuckles for a minute, sets his jaw, looks around, make sure there's nobody immediately watching. Looks over the back wall where it leads into the forest. Just he just shot put this corpse. <laughs> yeah, he sort of, sort of sort of grabs the corpse, fireman's carry style, leaps over the back wall in one bound, disappears for twenty seconds, leaps back over the wall, and sort of straightens out his jacket, straightens out his tie. You know, it would save me so many trips to the uh, uh, to the corner store if I could. It's a little bit of a trick you learn when you're a protector of Gaia. He says as he walks as he walks past you. I'll follow him. Um, so, um, Paul, you spot um, you you spot um, Sean returning with Jack Cross. 
as the two of them head up the stairs to head back to the booth. Okay. Clap uh, a, a hand on Paul's shoulder as I walk past, and then do the hand clap, hand wave to sort of indicate to follow. Okay. I'll uh, return the same and... and uh... Actually, I guess I'm up near the table unless Jack is yeah. taking you somewhere else. Yeah, the same table that you were, that the other three were at. Hello there, everybody. Again, Paul, uh, Sean here. This is me brother, Paul. Don't mind him. He got beat with the ugly stick when we were young. Uh, anyway. Oh, it's true. So he may deal with all the, with all the good looks, but I got all the brains. So, as business be in business, just so we're out in the clear, uh, just around trying to keep people safe. Threat, I don't consider you a threat. But I am concerned about the fact that lots of those little buggers, I say indicating to the back where the thing, have been coming into the city as of late, and wondering if you might know what's been bringing them in. That's a question we've been looking for the answer to for a while now. And we've been looking for ways that we might be able to solve it for good. And I'm thinking, all things being equal, you want to protect people, so do we. And uh, we've got a little bit of a stake. And we've got rumors of something that you might be able to help us find. And if you help us find it, we might be able to solve at least a bunch of this problem. I'm all ears. Paul just leans in to listen. So, how good's your Norse mythology? I looked to Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's, it, uh, it's, it's been a while, but probably a fair shake. Where are we starting from? You heard of the great wolf Fenrir. Of course, that's something I uh, understand at least some of your lot are pretty big on. Think they're descended from them, even. So. If Fenris involved, we're all dead. They're just going to kill everything. <laughs> I love the editorial from the Experience World of Darkness vets. It's nice. It does. It, 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 it brings, especially the face palming that happens whenever <laughs> I introduce myself by name and shake the hand of a werewolf. <laughs> I mean, Nina would go and get involved, but she isn't checking her phone right now because it's currently pressed between her thigh and the corpse's croc. So, yeah. <laughs> So, there's an artifact that we'd very much like to get our hands on, and I think having a couple extra ears and eyes looking out for it might do good. It's an artifact called the Fetters of Fenrir. All right, I'm, I'm immediately going to check my mental database to see if that, that sounds familiar. Go ahead and roll my intelligence in a cult. Me too. I'll, 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 I will imagine that I have enough dice to make it successful. Do I get a bonus um, for the um, either professional training or uh, my conspiracy dots? As an Aegis Kaidoru, yes, you can add your professional training. Okay, great. I got one success. I also have one, amazingly. 
I mean, so from from Norse myth, the fetters of Fenrir are unbreakable bonds that were made of ribbon that were able to tie down the raging beast Fenrir. Um, Tyr lost his hand over those, but you know. Um, so, well, I'm, I've heard the stories that that they're the, the sort did of the thing. Cameras that... just get messed up, John. Yep, they did. Do you uh, want to go on break? No, it's, for... it's fine. It'll take me a second. Okay, to fix it. Yeah, okay cool. Go on, Craig. Um, it's it, it's uh, they're the sort of things that are supposed to hold apocalypse in check, right? Or at least a sizable portion of it. Something like that, yeah. But they're real, you're saying, and they're here in town. Sources are telling me that the fetters are around here somewhere. Well, that's certainly the sort of thing that would explain all the interest from, uh, and shall, shall we say, the alternatively normal. And I, none, no one really knows what the fetters can, the full extent of what they can do. But stories say that they can permanently reign in the rage of uh, inherently violent creatures. Which means you can pacify your enemies... And if you got some powers that are a little more loose cannon, you might be able to get better control on those if you can learn how to use the fetters. Well, uh, we wouldn't mind uh, keeping an, uh, an eye, uh, eye on the streets and an ear to the ground looking for these fetters for you, but uh, we would like to ask you another question. Mind? Sure. Looking for... I, I understand an eye for an eye. Looking for a, a bloke... All coughs. <laughs> We're looking for a bloke uh, operating out of operating out of Walton County. Call him, calls himself the Colonel. He's at, uh, the, at the mention of the Colonel. You hear like the sort of low growl sort of emanate from the throats of the other werewolves, and I, Jack kind of puts a hand on. I pull. I, I open my coat a bit and pull out a stake and twirl it in my fingers. Well, I don't. We're in agreement there. Put it back in. He's been sending some of his lot into the city as well. We're hoping to find him and ask a few questions. Let's just say the Colonel likes to um, mix with old blood. He's not exactly somebody who uh, is polite company to civilized folk who don't like hatred and terms I wouldn't use in polite company. Are you saying we're going to find him on some sort of plantation? Potentially plantations, and I hear he's from Germany. Um, do, do I need to roll to see if I know in character that the Geta Fenris are, have traditionally pretty strong German ties? Uh... Go ahead and roll me a cult again. Okay. Is there anything I can oh, roll? And, and just 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 in case it becomes relevant, as soon as uh, the Paul, you're my brother now, comes across text, Eamon immediately responds with activating Stockholm strategy. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, you, you do know that a lot of the get are from Scandinavia and Germany. Okay. Um, can, can I tell, and the, I'm sure this is a separate role, but um, any indications 
probably not stupid enough to have them visible, but any indications, uh, tribe tattoos, anything else to indicate what tribe these uh, werewolves might be? Not really. Okay. Not visible. Um, So I I think I'll just go for it then. Um, So Paul will say, uh, any any sort of tie coming from Germany to your your more Aryan uh, companions? We've already been talking about Fenris and the get and and his get. Uh, I say he's from the part of Germany that I wouldn't want to call my heritage. Other parts of Germany that you do call your heritage? Some of my some of my folk do. Are you? Uh, um, well, I that aren't invited to family <laughs> gatherings anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just cut right to the heart of it. Um, if, if, if you don't mind, I'd, I'd like to know uh, uh, what, what sort of, uh, uh, what sort of Garu we're doing business with. If you're asking tribes, you're real educated from someone who isn't one of the kinfolk. Uh, consider me an interested observer. Some of my crew are from the Get. Some of the crew are from the Octena. People who live here, people who didn't live here. Um, can can I, I, I again? If it's if it's a roll, fine. But and I also don't know this out of character. Um, but I would assume the Aegis and the uh, the Octena probably have contrasting interests sometimes in obtaining artifacts. Yeah. The the, the 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 problem is you have similar interests and both of those interests include keeping those things from other people yeah the, yeah that's what i mean <laughs> um i would i would assume there's a lot of uh uh proprietary squabble shall we say over yeah okay um well, I, I appreciate you being so forthcoming um if you don't mind my asking, what is it exactly that you all intend to do with it once it's recovered? Well, I'm sure Jonas has told you that we like to keep the peace around here among the less normal things. Uh, he, he certainly did indicate that uh, uh, he trusted you all enough to work with you. And uh, if we get, if we could get our hands on the fetters, well conflict resolution in one tiny package and argue with that and, and i mean i think the first time he said that they could be used to restrain beings made of anger i think the whatever the uh aegis equivalent of dollar signs were from in, all, <laughs> in, 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 in paul's eyes because that's just a, uh, just, a, just a giant neon light sign above his head that just flashes yeah. saying relic 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 well also i mean i mean relic that specifically could be u- used to contain werewolves yes please <laughs> right well i think this will be a very valuable partnership uh, as a um miming raising a drink glad to glad to be working with those who keep the vigil themselves it's been a pleasure Speaking of drinks, um, you all know you shouldn't be drinking those, right? Or is that something that uh, your sort doesn't need to worry about? Yeah, um, I wouldn't tell mundanes to imbibe anything from the bar downstairs. 
Paul looks pointedly at the dance floor and then back up. And says, we'll, we'll make sure to keep that in mind. <laughs> Has Eamon managed to get Astrid out of the crowd yet? Uh, we'll say by this point, yes. And Astrid, you can go ahead and roll me uh, resolving composure again, plus two this time. Okay. I'm going to... Uh... Three successes. Okay, yeah. After after Eamon has forcibly pulled you off the dance floor, you're able to sort of get your focus back and regain okay. your composure. Feeling all right there, then? That was fun. You don't know why you were stuck like that, but that was fun. Uh, yeah, I think I'm okay. Somewhere, right. somewhere back up the text chain, there is a text from Sean saying, don't drink the drinks, there's magic in them. <laughs> All right. Well, if you got your head back in the hurley now, uh, we're going to have to run her upstairs and see what her friends have gotten into. Uh, we'll keep an eye on Nina from here as best we can, but uh, they're apparently having a bit of a tete-a-tete with some of our uh, Lupin comrades or some... I want to be up there and see what's going on. Uh, sure. Yeah, All right, and uh, as far as you're concerned, uh, my name is Sven Torvikson. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, because I might know what you meant, Eamon, you would know what I meant. What was the yeah. text about? <laughs> oh, he's basically since you've are since you've established somebody else as your brother, I'm coming in as a Swede. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I just want to point out that with no additional context, Drew pinned you, the person who can't see, pinned you two as twins when you walked in the door. I didn't say this was a good plan. It's just his default plan. Uh, as, as we're done talking, I will send a text out. I don't know again where it will fall saying meet outside. <laughs> Um, and so at this, at this point, uh, Nina, your, fa your fanged friend, uh, seems to be trying to lead things to a more private locale. What are you doing? Which direction of private? Out the front door or into the back? Out the front door. How far of, how far of a walk is it from the front door to the back? And do, are there members of my posse here between those two points it's about 30 seconds and there's uh Eamon's down there still yeah Eamon's still down there mm -hmm. okay um i will pull back just uh pull back just like you know parting so that you can move because it's hard to it's hard to walk when you when you uh, yeah mm -hmm. um yeah let him take the lead. And then behind his back, what am I doing, people? Is a text. Um, hmm. Do Astrid and I still have eyes on Nina? Yes. Okay. Um... Information source, are we, is this just my opening salvo and we'll catch him later? 
I don't know if we're are we still in the middle of talking with Cross at this point? Uh, yeah, you guys are currently in conversation with Cross. As much as I would like to respond, I don't think Paul's um, yeah. Yeah. his Amen Amen will stop mid maneuver to go upstairs and kind of gesture to Astrid with a jerk of the head. Actually, we're going this way now. And sort of draft up behind um, Nina, probably probably a good five, ten yards buffer. There's a text. Um, if you you need if you had a the front and need it, I can pull you out. Y slash N. Um there was a request for what we're doing. I don't know if Eamon's... Yeah, I know. There is a request for what was doing, and nobody has given her a direction yet. So right. the response is question mark. <laughs> um, I don't know why you guys are here. I'm trying to be helpful. <laughs> Has Nina, Nina, have you noticed uh, Astrid and I behind you or do yeah. you think you haven't? Uh, okay. He'll just give you a keep moving kind of gesture. Nod. And go. So he sort of leads you sort of. Hanging off his back, etc. Yeah, he sort of leads you around uh, a corner towards one of the more secluded alleyways. Cool. Um, it's at this point he's sort of been sweet talking you the whole time uh-huh. with his sweet talking in the way that a pickup artist thinks he's sweet talking right it's adorable <laughs> and it's roughly at this point when he seems to believe that he's found a suitable secluded location that you don't have to be a psychic or know a whole lot about vampires to guess what's coming next. All right. I am just assuming that there, that I still have backup. So at this point, the Aspiton extends. As soon as we make it outside and are no longer in direct uh, eyeline of anybody uh, looking at us, Amen's slipping a hand behind his back and uh, doing in in invoking the where uh, wrathful sword of Saint Michael the Archangel on his kukri. Go for it. All right, Uh, that only that only destroys a weapon if it wasn't made to be a weapon, right? Uh, Let me check. And while it's happening, he had no reason to suspect that you were going to attack him. So go ahead and do your attack roll. You get the first go. <laughs> Nina. I assume that I can sort of spot them as they're heading out and yeah. toss a uh, cigarette um, and make my way in that direction with my doggy. <laughs> any defense to worry about? Um, he's completely surprised. So his defense will not apply at this, at this okay. particular junction. Make sure I've got the right thing selected. Fuck you, Doral 20. Do it again. Fuck you again, Roll 20. One more time. 
Four damage. There we go. Smack. Whack. (laughs) (laughs) This poor vampire is so fucked. Crack across the jaw. You think you hear it crack as you slam across his jaw. Ah! Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I'm going to need to use that soon, honey. Um, you're gonna pay for it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And so, point, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At that, that point, Eamon comes around the corner with a kukri that is literally glowing with the fucking light of God. <laughs> so, we're gonna roll initiative real quick just to see if he can do anything before he gets smite. Wait, smote. Please, the term is smote. Thirteen. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Seven. Fifteen. There we go. Eamon, you're up first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, does he have hold of Nina? He at did, all? He did for about a half second before that baton slammed into his jaw. Okay. Um, we're going to try and take uh, this guy's leg off. Like right at the knee. Just with the kukri. So did uh, the rifle sword, that only destroys the weapon if it wasn't meant to be a weapon, right? Uh, no, it will destroy the weapon if it deals more than four points of damage by the end of the scene. Okay. If I deal three or less, then the gift ends and the thing stays intact. But he's willing to sacrifice a kukri on a, on a vampire. Okay. The leg off stake him back in the van. Holy, Holy fuck! <laughs> or just kill We him. wanted a survivor for questioning, you <laughs> asshole! <laughs> I mean, I am only targeting the leg. That's true, and it does. Oh shit! I didn't. I didn't roll any of what was his defense. Did he have any at the moment? It would have been two. Okay. Okay. Let me re-roll that then. (laughs) But that's a glorious roll. I'm not gonna lie. Oh Jesus! Holy Jesus! Okay. Okay, That's (laughs) much better. That's much more reasonable. Aim for the leg. He takes one point of aggravated damage. That would be your face. I nearly holy shot at a fucking vampire. Even holding, even even just going for the leg, eight aggravated damage. Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, it, it's a maximum of four aggravated damage. Okay. Yeah. After which it would have been lethal. But yeah. Okay. Still, oh. we can all, that typing sound we can all hear is <laughs> the the difficulty of the rest of this adventure being adjusted accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he saw how many dice I rolled to shoot a guy with a shotgun and still only got two damage, so. <laughs> yep. So you rush in and drive this kukri into his leg. There's a flash of light as it sears away at the flesh of his leg. Ah! Oh, and then it's Nina's turn. Dropping the AS, uh, dropping the baton, really quick coming back, coming out with a pistol, putting it flat up against his chest to do I, I realize this is not a silencer. Real People who argue about reality in, in horror games, <laughs> don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just... Go for it. 
His defense uh, is one now because he's been attacked already. Is one, okay. And do 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 do. Okay. Are there weird modifiers? I've actually never done this in New World. Are there weird modifiers for shooting someone point blank? Because uh, in they old get, World, it's a lot easier. They get to apply their defense, and that's it. Okay. Okay. Uh, minus one. So there's another two damage. Five. So that's seven damage. Yeah, yep. he's 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 done. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Get him on the ground. The now, <laughs> will do. And he sheaths the kukri, very pleased with himself that it didn't break. Because <laughs> <laughs> you pulled and, back at the last minute. <laughs> right, yep. And he's like, eh, maybe I should pull this. Uh, and he just <laughs> goes and, uh, oh, tosses um, Nina a stake because we always have at least one or two of those. Yep. Um, and then goes to get the van. Oh, and that's going right in the chest. And the first safe measure, getting rolled over and handcuffed behind the back. So drive the stake into the chest, probably with the probably with like the the, the baton just, with the front of the baton, just a just slam. Like, <laughs> just like no, jab it in just a little bit, and then just fucking curb stomp. <laughs> just, it just stamp it into his chest <laughs> just so it stays there, and then just stamp on it. Yep. Yeah, and it breaks through the ribs and drives straight into the heart. Oh, that's a good sound. Just like... I like that we have we have a lot of differing opinions on all the other beasts of the night, <laughs> but vampires universally, we don't mind just driving the Right, you fuck vampires. <laughs> but vampires can get fucked. I mean, we did... Torture still torture, but fuck vampires. <laughs> right. I feel like we had a, actually a pretty good conversation. Yeah, that was a good convo. Yeah, we had a really good conversation mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> and you, you, so, we'll, you, so we throw the van into reverse, squeal it into the alley or around the corner, climb over the seats, kick the back two doors open. All right, throw Craig inside here. Let's get him packed in. Now, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Again. So you. Like, feeling a little targeted (laughs) so you know that um with the second gunshot there will be police called here shortly oh that's fine but you know that if you're if if you're yeah yeah, if you're gone before they show up the union can take care of it or you suspect that the people who have like big government agencies backing them can cover it up dude fuck that the club can handle it probably I'm sure this place, it is a nightclub in the world of darkness. I'm sure shootings are a weekly occurrence. You're not um, wrong. It's yeah, he, he, the club that's doping. It's like, yeah. like the, the club with the... Magical the club where the werewolves ecstasy. and the vampires both hang out. Ecstasy, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it, they can handle it. But yeah, she tosses the body in. <laughs> Climbs in and he goes, no, no, this one's mine. His name's not Craig. They're all named Craig. No, no, I got this one. His name's Armand. Fair enough. How about your way? He's douche who thinks he's good with ladies. So he's an Armand, clearly. Astrid Love, can you text everybody and let them know where the van is? Because I think we need to make ourselves a quick exit. Yeah, we need to go. All right. She'll send out a group text. 
And so it's at this point, as your conversation with Jack is nearing is nearing its end, as you hear another gunshot, that you get that text. Well, it looks like that's our cue to leave. So it's been a pleasure talking with you. Uh, we'll be in touch. Uh, I'm assuming we can find you here if we need you. We'll be in touch. Of course. And <laughs> I just put a hand on Paul's shoulder, and we're going to go. <laughs> um, yeah, Paul will, will stand up. Uh, nod his head, uh, not shake hands with anybody, and uh, and head out after Eamon, or after Sean. Uh, sending it, uh, uh, looking to see if if Jonas is also following out. Uh, Jonas, who had been sitting in the booth that you guys had had private for the entire time, and no one had ever bothered to walk over to. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it was like Jonas. I mean, he got he got to sit and have a drink that wasn't from the bar, so. I mean. Yeah, he had the fun part of the night. I'm not getting in a church van with people that I've barely confirmed are the people I'm here to look for. Like, that's Fair. a quality decision. I will, as I, as I step up, are you outside still, Drew? Um, I am probably headed back in about now, or I'm headed to a bus stop. I'm probably headed back in. As we're heading out, I will pause, uh, offer you a hand, like like to shake. Mm. Pleasure to meet you. You must be our other friend. Uh, I'm Sean. Thanks for the backup. We're going to be skedaddling. So, uh, next to the address. I'll I'll figure out what our I'll, I'll figure out what our contact needs, and then yeah, meet you there. I guess. Uh, and <laughs> like clearly doesn't take your hand is avoiding eye contact like <laughs> okay this is this is really spot on so i don't feel like it's offensive you know when someone who's like clearly raised atheist or potentially jewish is interacting with someone in church garb and they're like yeah i i'm sure i i really don't know what the proper protocol is can yeah. i this conversation please yeah yeah <laughs> Legit. I, I, I've I've been there, yeah. yeah. Right. Nice meeting you. See you later. Yeah, Paul, Paul, Paul will lean over and and, and, and yeah, I'm gonna go look for because he said he was gonna be here tonight. I'm gonna go see if I can spot him. Yep. Uh, what were you saying, Craig? I I was just gonna say Paul is also gonna say who. Uh, now I know that Drew's um visually is not uh, may not be picking up on it so may have just assumed that paul was also um part of the malificarum but uh paul will also say um well yeah you've got all numbers um i'm paul by the way um just we'll meet up and talk soon later Yeah, and you, as you as you as you walk up the stairs, you see yeah, you see Jonas is on his way down as well, and sort of ah, oh, good to see you made it. Uh, I think you might have met everybody. We had a bit of a commotion. Yeah. So, um, how was your night? Was it as fruitful as everyone else's seemed to have been? I guess we'll see. It's definitely interesting. Well, welcome to the cell. <laughs> Give him a nod. 
All right, we should probably get going. Do you have transport? Do you need a ride? I can make my own way, but I wouldn't say no to someone driving. You don't want to ride in the Jesus van? (laughs) (laughs) Mary, thank you very much. Mary, not Jesus. Meh. Six of one. I've I've yet to see someone with a Joseph fan. That's because no one cares about Joseph. <laughs> Joseph is canonically superfluous. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. the, mm-hmm. the only reason he's important is that he's superfluous, if I understand religion right. That is pretty, pretty much, much accurate. Pretty fair. <laughs> Joseph, stepfather of God. <laughs> So I mean, um, and he's, he's sort of the he's he's sort of the 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 he's sort of the Pa Kent of the Jesus story. <laughs> so as you as you, <laughs> he tells Jesus that people will always hate him and that he shouldn't use the super. No, no, no. Comic book Pa Kent, okay, not DCEU Pa Kent. That is the dark, <laughs> gritty reboot of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's, so that's the passion of Christ. Let's pop. move on. Anyway, <laughs> that is passion of the Christ. So as uh, as Johara is well, I have a, I have a motorcycle, but uh, it should have enough room for you and your companion. Yeah. Does it have a doggy sidecar? <laughs> because yes, it has it has large enough saddlebags for the dog to for the dog to sit in. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Shperky. I don't know how to pronounce that actually. Shperky aren't that big. Yeah. So you all head out. Where are you all intending to meet? I don't know. I'm not driving the van. Yeah. How many of us <laughs> how, are, are like most of us? Did we just leave two motorcycles back at the? Or, or oh, no, that's true. I have my motorcycle. We just leave three motorcycles back. I have my bike. No, no. I would have assumedly had his, had, his, had him stop so I could grab my bike and go. Yeah, I mean, honestly, two of those motorcycles, even if they got left there, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> yeah. So I, I will drive. I will get in the van, close the door, turn the key. All right, where are we going? Eamon, who I'm assuming is right next to me. Head back to the church, I suppose. <laughs> sure. I get. I will text the group. I will do the group text with an address. I'm assuming uh, I will. I will actually. Hold on. <laughs> hold <Yes>. on. <laughs> um, I majored in local contacts. I uh, no no. I am going to use my ah. Sorry, clicking in my thing. <laughs> Trying um, to look at your stuff. Trying to, you're going to use your friends and neighbors. I'm going to use my friends and neighbors for my for a temporary safe house. I was sure. going to say. And so I am simply I, going to text an address. Uh, otherwise, our only mutual uh, a place of place of reference would be the <laughs> Waffle House or the torture suite or the torture yeah. suite. But we, you Jump don't go to. You don't invite yourself to someone else's torture suite. That's no, bad. that's true. Yeah, I will head towards that address then. So you 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 know you know you know a couple of members of the union um, who have family that are going out of town and yep. their house is basically empty right now and they're like, sure, you can stay there, just try not to track vampire blood everywhere. We will use the basement. Don't worry. And B 
because I imagine that this van was in was in a former life an ice cream van. Oh my no no, no absolutely. I reach not. down and Ab- flip the switch that causes it to play gospel music over the speakers. Everyone riding along with us gets a nice listen on the motorcycles. Ice cream that is to be eaten with a fork, Jack. Ice cream that is to be eaten with a fork. Yes. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. It's it's heavenly. You've got just got choir. I was gonna say I feel like it's Ave Maria though. Ave Maria just playing on the loudspeaker. Ave Maria playing like an from from like ice cream truck quality speakers as we drive down with the motorcycle directly in front of you guys that just has this. (laughs) This is all you can see. And, and I feel um, like the brothers are singing along in really bad art. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Is my ride in the group text? Uh, yes, Jonas is in the group oh. text. Yeah. Then I'll sort of shrug and unless you need to go somewhere else. No, let's meet up with them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Jonas seems... Jonas is just like... <sighs> as far as the church music goes. <laughs> silently wishing that instead of being blind, they were deaf because then they would be able to drive not there and also wouldn't have to listen to this. All the people on motorcycles have to listen to it. No, we don't. We can drive away from you. <laughs> About halfway there, I'll reach down and turn it off. <laughs> do not blast, Chris. Do not blast Ave Maria through the neighborhood. <laughs> As we move up to this secret safe house. I love this game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. My heart. So, you all pull up to this very very suburban looking house um, <coughs> that sort of just sort of exists in the back corner of a neighborhood. There, there's construction going on and you know, the, this this house is sort of by itself. It has you know there's a key hidden under the doormat that you can use to get in the yep. house. Let myself in. Turn the lights on. It's very yeah. beige in here. <laughs> Paul's like, oh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Feels right that, at home. That surprises me absolutely not at all. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I'm, like- going, I'm going to do the quick check around for plastic. Like it's it's. It's got that very like one. It's like that that one floor house. All the walls are beige, and all the trims are like milk white. So it's, it's yep. got that beige and white combination going on throughout the entire house. It screams rental or just repainted for sale, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm. Lo- I go into the garage to look look for plastic. Yeah, you you find like plastic bags and plastic tarp laydowns. Plastic tarp. Yep, I'm just putting it down from the front door 
to the door to wherever the basement is. Paul it's has his like, gloves back on. It's like right across the, the living room and then there's like the kitchen and the door out the back that heads to the basement. I want to buy this house. I want to I, um, I go ahead and wrap the, wrap the body in the back of the van in a trash bag. <laughs> or taking it out of the van. Yep. Because nothing says non-suspicious like a human-shaped trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's less suspicious than a human-shaped human. So, <laughs> old bodies, as long as, as long as it is in the shape primarily of a trash bag and not the shape of a corpse laid out, you're fine. Right, if you bowl them up, then it's like... <laughs> ben, it's only got one leg, so bend the one leg that's left. <laughs> Jo- Jonas like pulls up next to the group and just kind of takes up a position at the front, like out the side of the front door, and just kind of lights a cigarette and just kind of stands and waits. Yeah. So Eamon, Eamon was kind of helping with the trash bag, and then uh, Jonas pulls up and he immediately drops the trash bag. Oh, we've got a doggy! <laughs> and goes over to try and meet the dog. Meanwhile, I'm over here. Hey, fucker! <laughs> the scene's over, by the way. So you're true. I sure should be fling by yourself for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys. Is it he or she? What can, can I pet him? Them. This is her, this, her. this is so. This this is a friend's house, and we are right here. I need everybody to be right about here. Can I pet the doggy? There you go. <laughs> uh, so Drew will gesture down to the dog who has a little little working dog seeing eye dog vest that says i'm working do not pet on the side of it okay and, and, and I, I can wait a bit wake the entire neighborhood at uh, maybe uh do you mind ah, go, it's, it's nina's place go right ahead <laughs> it's okay. nina's friends but, um but yeah it, yeah and just sort of moving in. I don't have the muscle mass to help with carrying. I, I finished packing up the grocery shoulder. Full may or may not, but it's certainly not offering. I'm fine. <laughs> we do this all the time. It's good for, good for our exercise. Yeah, and keeping, because I don't know how much permission we have to be here, keeping to the clearly laid out plastic trail and heading down to the basement. It is just directing, like, and we're walking this way, and we're walking, and we're walking, and we're walking. I step into the house. Turning here, and we're down there. As I step into the house carrying the corpse, I look around. Holy shit, it looks like somebody vomited after a Christmas day in here. <laughs> and Everything does kind of look like eggnog. Jack, whose character does not have a name in Roll20, tragically. Whoops. Um, Eamon. Eamon might notice that that dog is staying between me and Nina. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So, all right, all right. can I read into that at all? Uh, empathy of the dog. I think that's some sort of empathy role, but empathy. I'm certainly not proficient enough to tell you what that would be. You, you can you can roll with empathy. 
Okay. Are you trying to hide your intent, or are you just? No, I'm. I am a gog at the animals. Uh, there is a dog here. No, uh, Drew. <laughs> oh. Um, sure. Actually, is it de- is a demon in dog form? Is that empathy or animal kin? Well, it depends on if you're trying to deter animal kin. If you want to know what the dog is thinking, empathy, empathy for for Drew. Yeah. Well, I rolled two twos and two threes, so. <laughs> Hey, that's a good poker hand. Eamon, don't know. Um, what's the role I used to oppose that again? Uh, manipulation subterfuge to hide what you're thinking. Um, all I have to do is not fail, and we'll have a draw. Okay, that's a draw. <laughs> a draw. <laughs> you're the only one paying enough attention to the dog to notice that this is happening, because the dog is easy to let your eyes glaze over. Yep. Um, has the true sight worn off yet? By the yeah, way, yeah, it's, it's been yeah. it's been okay. a second. Yeah, it, it, it ended when we hit the van. <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah, I think I don't know if you've put it together, but you definitely noticed a hellfire dog. Oh yeah, no, I've I've okay. I know who you are. You helped me kill a zombie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're actually we were fine. Um, helped. You helped. There was damage dealt. <laughs> um, so, yep. uh, as, as I lay the vampire down. All right, so everybody, uh, just so you're all aware of what happened outside, uh, there was a bugger of a zombie trying to break his, break his way into the kitchen. I handled it. Uh, I believe this is Drew. I say indicating to Drew. Mm-hmm. Uh, this yeah. one. Oh, nice. One hell, of a, one hell of an ally, let me tell you. Sick and fire and brimstone from the heavens. It's, it was fantastic. Double nice. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, uh, and then I will... Right now, I'm not happy that you're happy about that. <laughs> oh, I am no. very happy. Uh, still, still, still I, I faint have, have marks in the corner of your eyes, by the way. Happy yeah, so, yeah, it looks like... It kind of looks like the junk rat explosion to right. my face. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, question then: If I am not happy that you're not happy that I'm happy, does that make you happy? Uh, <laughs> what I didn't, I only knew that you knew. It's okay. We you you, you can answer that later. Um, after drinks, uh, I will then proceed to divulge what happened from point of zombie killing onward from my perspective. I think, mm-hmm. I think Paul will quickly interject and just it, it, say everybody's names real quick and yeah. ask Drew's name. Drew. Nina. Sean. Amen. And I'll take, the, I'll take the vest off and sort of gesture Crowley, dress for my dog and Amen's directing. This is Crowley. Hey, hello there, Crowley. Hey there, you wee fella. And I know I didn't name, name him. Yeah, it's fine. I think it's hilarious. Oh, he's a, we name he all, does talk to the dead. We name all of our vampires Craig, so this doesn't feel bad. <laughs> this one, by the way, for the record, is not Craig. He's mine. He's Armand. All right, Armand, Armand. Tell him what you like. Oh, spade is spade. Anyways, uh, so yeah regurgitating the information that Paul and I got from Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So, you you all now been informed about the fetters of Fenrir, and that that seems to be something that the werewolves are looking after. And okay. also, hey, also given us the information about finding uh, our vampire, our vampiric friend in Walton County. Uh, are there any plantations in Walton? Fuck if I know. I uh, is there a yeah? Uh, that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be a streetwise to come up with it off the top of your head. Okay. Intelligent streetwise? Yep. Because that seems to be what he was indicating. Oh. Old racist vampire from Germany screams plantation owner. <laughs> Not wrong. All the successes. I know the location of every <laughs> plantation in the south for some reason. <laughs> With with an exceptional success, you can think of there is literally a plantation that is sort of it's like right uh, south of Athens. That oh is, shit! I know where you're talking about. Uh, it, it's right next to a river called Lane Creek, and it's literally called Lane Creek Plantation. Okay. And it is a massive plantation area that spans a couple of different roads with big plantation house and all those grounds. Big open area, lots of land. Well, let's see. There's Lane Creek. Um, that would probably be your best bet. Don't judge me. The, uh, the, the type of music I perform has unfortunate outliers who are part of the movement. Um... Oh, you're talking about all those Nazi fuckheads what listen to Oi and all that site. Yeah. But yeah. Aemon is an unrepentant flogging Molly fan. No, I do have to say, if we're going <laughs> if we're going to a plantation to kill us a Nazi vampire, my day just got wonderful. I know, right? <laughs> Somebody say it was Christmas. I... <laughs> I have to say, if we were trying to track down someone that would be absolutely unobjectionable across the board as a target, I think we've done it. <laughs> Those are literally the sexiest words I've ever heard strung into one sentence. Racist Nazi vampire? <laughs> that we're going to go kill. Yes, that we're <laughs> going to go kill a racist Nazi vampire. And then kind of puts it down. At a, <laughs> at a plantation. Right then, but what's this all about the uh, fetters of Fenrir? Right. They supposed to be. I will motion to Paul to explain this. Um, and, and uh, Paul will. DM, can I make an occult roll? Given absolutely. That? Yeah, I would like. Uh, same. Uh, yeah, all the all of the people who would like to can make occult rolls if they haven't already. Occult is intelligence and occult. Yeah, in, in, intelligence and occult. Yeah, awesome. There's one. Paul will fill you in on, on what we learned earlier, but uh, if uh, I forget well, fuck what I got success-wise. Yeah. yeah, fuck you too, Dice. My God, Aaron. I told you, I am a nerd. I'm the, yeah. Just... No, no. I, I I fully expected the the die pool of seven. I'm talking about the rolling. Today in particular, yeah. Good. Three successes for Eamon, who's apparently a bookworm suddenly. Well, I mean, this is mythology. My brother yeah, Eamon, it's true. Fun. My brother Eamon always was the nerd. 
I don't remember if what I if if what I got was three or if you, uh, you, if, you, you, you had um, fuck you, Sean. Of you guys of attack of opportunity your ass into the middle of next week. Hmm? <laughs> so, um, Nina, you know that the fetters of Fenrir mythologically are a set of ribbons that were used to bind Fenrir. Yeah. Um, and that Tyr lost his hand over because they refused to remove them, even though that was the bet. You know, Paul yep. and I both got one success on art. Yeah. Um, Eamon, you know that, and you also know that supposedly the fetters of Fenrir were crafted by, uh, were crafted by dwarves, um, and that upon the eve of Ragnarok, the Fen- the fetters of Fenrir would come loose and Fenrir would rise to join the great war at the end of the world. Cool. I know we've all had discussions about uh, working with uh, unusual co-workers, even beyond this particular group, but right. um, I, I, hopefully we can all agree that when we do track them down, we're certainly not handing them over to the group that uh, perhaps they could best be used to restrain, correct? Well, I mean, Jonas did sort of make it sound like if we just let the werewolves run roughshod over the area, it's probably going to get out of hand right quick. I think having some level of deterrent in place even. Although then there's the question of if they find out that we have them and aren't willing to turn them over, are they just going to go completely spare on us anyway? I mean, all right. We'll try, so... but if we've got them at that point, then we have something to use. Look, let me just say that I think there are better hands in which they could be placed. I mean, I'm you're shocked. not entirely wrong. Um, I'm truly like, shocked by, by that. I'm, I'm, I'm just not entirely certain that the uh, the 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 wolf lads would uh, would view it with that sort of reasonable level of detachment. Hmm. Oh, they won't. Um, Worst case scenario, we've got our first test subjects. Then, look. All I'm saying is that the boys back home love it when I come back after doing a little bit of field testing. So you're okay. saying well, that... Well, we'll burn that bridge down when we get to it, then I, I really suppose. Like, I for one would really like to know what Nina's been trying to say for the past two minutes, you boys. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It's all good. Um, uh, my first thing is, and, and, and to be fair, Drew's got something to say too, but... I may be uh, I, I may be slow to the party on this thought train. Um, also, I may have missed it because 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 double focus. But um, we are at least somewhat on the same page that it's probable since there's this crimson veil that everybody's looking for, and the the the, the Fenrir fetters that apparently the, the 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 fuzzies are looking for these might well these are probably the same thing right it, do we know anything else about and also can i make an occult roll on the crimson crimson veil thing uh you can remember me to call you're the one the only one that has it yet yeah i've got uh i placed in a call to the vatican to have them take a look into crimson veil uh, oh fuck you two dice one success <clears throat> Did um, I roll Veil last time? I don't remember if I did. I think, yeah, yeah, I think everybody did. did. Except for Drew. Yeah. Everyone did, and I think the most we ever got was a one. Yeah. 
um so what you can what you don't have any solid knowledge but based on the based on what you can surmise off of the name um it definitely sounds of empirican origin um you would suspect that it's something that is not necessarily in the annals of history it's probably something that only really vampires would have severe knowledge of um yeah i'm just all right then i'm looking for the to the group to see if they want to share what they've already learned so I've gone and put in a word at the Vatican to have them take a look around in the archives and see if we've got anything substantial uh, regarding the Crimson Veil. I would, however, put forward that, yes, very likely the thing that we're looking for is not actually a Crimson Veil or actually the fetters. Uh, considering or it, that- might be, it might be what two people are caught, two different groups are are just naming the same thing that has it multiple uses. may very well be the same thing as well, yes. Well, yeah, what, what does it... We don't know, other than that it's the apparently the beacon that is is causing all this weird stuff to come here. All we do know, yeah, is that it's drawing in supernatural creatures. They all want something different out of this little piece of the pie. Vampires think that it's going to be something that's going to end their eternal thirst or some, some shit like that, according to Craig. Uh, werewolves think it's this, uh, Fetters of Fenris. Every other critter's probably got their own idea of what it is. And uh, they might not be, they might not be, uh, uh, wrong. wrong. Yeah. It could be, you know, it could legitimately, you know, tie down, which allows for some sort of sacrifice that, 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 that cures the eternal thirst that causes... I don't know all the all 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 the fake creatures' privates to tingle in the right way, or whatever the fuck the rest of them are gonna be. So all we all we really know is that we're looking for it. Yeah. Did, let's did not tr- let's not plan on let's not, let's not plan on using it on anyone until we know what it is and what it does. And and at that point. We do it far the fuck away from this city. Yeah. Right, but yeah, so to uh, summarize what we've got for you, Drew, uh, since you're the latest arrival to our little compact here, uh, apparently the Holy Grail's here in Atlanta somewhere. Uh, Everybody's looking for something, which I'm kind of inclined to believe is various names for a single thing, or maybe even just various names for something that doesn't actually exist. And there's a third reason that... uh, some power or other wants a whole bunch of monsters rampaging around the urban metropolitan area. Uh, anyway, theorizing aside, um, we're looking for somebody named the Colonel, who's apparently roasting all the uh, the vampires in the area to get uh, into the city and find whatever it is he's after. And it sounds like he's a couple hours outside the city and we'll be uh, looking him up to punch his card here uh, fairly shortly, hopefully. Yeah, to recap, some of them... Am I missing anything? Uh, well, I, I out of character. I I want to remember. Did um, I feel like there was a moment when someone in character, maybe Jonas, actually called it the terminus tendency, but maybe that was in my my intro episode. Yeah, that Jonas, was the- Jonas. Jonas did mention that the 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 eggheads back at the at least among the Knights of Saint Adrian are calling it the terminus tendency. Okay, all right. Yeah, I will specifically. It, it being the thing everybody's looking for or the phenomena of the, the, all the of these phenomenon of all of The phenomenon of all the supernaturals converging on Atlanta. 
In other Correct. words, what we know is that Jonas's people are are uh, very have live journals. Yes, because that's the kind of title you would give your live journal, right? Um, but, but like Eamon said, everybody's looking for something. Some of them want to use it. Some of them want to be used by it. <laughs> Um, uh, and he just sort of stops and smiles if there's any in-character laughter. There's a, there's a smile. There's a face palm. <laughs> Dad, I, I knew that was coming as soon as you started saying it, and I was so proud. All right. Well, that brings everybody up to speed where we are now. Um... I feel like if we're going to get some information about, I, I feel like if we're going to learn a little bit more about the Colonel, let's have a conversation with Armand. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you hear Jonas call from outside the door. Uh, we may have a bit of a delay on that. Mm-hmm. I will hold the Thunder Five off my hip. I was going to say, pop I the revolver out, the remove the two empty shells, put two fresh ones in, yep. click it closed, holster, and go upstairs. Yep. We were still upstairs Aim, at Aim, that point. Oh, yeah. no, we're Eamon's Aim, Aim, got his, his Gladius and his Kukri on hand. Downstairs. Yeah. Okay. As, as you... As you hear and see a pair of pickup trucks racing down the street towards your location with Rebel Yell blasting on the radio. Oh, fuck no. This is where we're going to pick up next week. (laughs) (laughs) Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye.